conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious couples podcast today we have an episode for you episode number 82 stop breaking promises to your partner this is about trust before we jump into this episode thank you again to next level podcast solutions for producing this show and i believe 47 others wow so if anyone has a podcast reach out to next level podcast solutions you go to nextleveluniverse.com thank you thank you thank you sweetheart as always what is your intention for this episode My intention is to help our listeners understand the impact of when we break promises and to help them realize what they can do to stop breaking promises. We're in playful moods. We are. I like this. This is going to be good. I almost struggled to not break that intention because I was on the giggle bus. The giggle bus. Mm -hmm. Not not to be confused with the giga bus. (laughs) okay excellent not to be confused with the struggle bus which apparently is what we are on this episode as well all right so we have two people that we coached a couple that we Mm -hmm. coached and they have kids together they have children together and the male in the relationship had committed to a few things and one of those things was to get sunscreen and to get bathing suits for i think the kids were going away that weekend or something Mm -hmm. and this was at the beginning of the summer And essentially the female in the relationship said, you know, there have been many broken promises in the past when it comes to the kids. And the male said, I got this. And at the end of the day, it was another broken promise. I think something ended up happening. The the male in the relationship was working three jobs at the time Mm -hmm. and they weren't able to follow through. And so the purpose of this episode is let's all look in the mirror and let's look at what we say versus what we do. Are we over committing to things and then not following through and if so how often is that because that is trust trust is built by making and keeping promises Mm -hmm. trust is eroded by making promises and breaking them yeah and what we find with a lot of relationships is that there's a very common thread we do not want to confront when we can't be someone else's hero when we can't be our partner's hero it taps into a core component of ourselves, which is letting people down, disappointment. And the last thing that we all want to feel like is what? A disappointment. We've all been there. We've all experienced what it feels like to be a disappointment to someone that we loved and cared about. And we also probably have been disappointed by someone else who overcommitted, who promised, made a promise to us, and then they didn't communicate that they were not, things changed, and they weren't able to deliver upon that. So, we left 
experiencing the disappointment, the trust that got broken. And a lot of times we don't repair that trust. We don't take ownership externally when we do break a promise and say, you know, I'm really sorry I let you down. I'm really sorry that I broke my promise to you. I'm really sorry I overcommitted without realizing how many things were actually on my plate. It wasn't fair to you. It wasn't fair to me to make that commitment because I wasn't in a place where I could actually deliver on that. And I know that we find way too many of us there. We want to people please. We want to deliver upon those promises and we struggle to realize what we're actually capable of in a given day, in a given time, in a given week. And when we don't realize that, the implications on our relationship, there's a compounded negative effect if we're just unconsciously making commitments, making promises without realizing what that actually will require. So my business partner, Kevin, and I, six years ago now, were in my basement recording an episode of what was back then the Hyperconscious Podcast. And it was about relationships. And this episode actually never saw the light of day because it was Mm -hmm. terrible. But essentially, he opened it with a question. He said, what do you think is the most important aspect of an intimate relationship? And I said, trust. Right away. I said, trust. Hands down, most important thing in a relationship. And he said, I disagree. (laughs) Now you can see why the episode never saw the light of day. But he said, I think it's communication. Mm-hmm. And I proceeded to prove him wrong. <laughs> no, of course. No, no, I'm <laughs> and break his trust. No, I I do believe that effective communication is important because otherwise you will you will break trust. Because mm-hmm. if I communicate to Emilia that I'm gonna do XYZ and then and I communicate unclearly that I'm the way I'm which I'm gonna do it, and then I don't follow through because she was under a different impression that's going to breach trust. So Mm -hmm. I do understand that effective communication is one of the absolute pillars. And we've talked about that countless times on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But imagine if there's no trust. If there's no trust that's built, your communication is going to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be able to communicate because you're going to constantly be triggered. And in this couple, in this example, the trust was so eroded over so many years that it was very hard for them to communicate with each other and to even give each other the second and third chances. And so at the end of the day, communicating accurately of what you really do intend is really important and then following through on what you say. So communication is saying it effectively, saying Mm -hmm. it accurately, saying it properly. And then trust is following through. I think that there's some prerequisites in this though, babe, because, and, and I know you'll agree with this because of the fact that we both ex- experienced this, that one of the biggest prerequisites of all of that, which you said is being honest with yourself. Yeah. I know you and I are huge optimists. So you and I run into where we'll technically overextend and, sh- and say that we can do something. And then we constantly get humbled by our optimism nature that says we can do a billion different things in the day. And then reality sets in. We only have so much time. And I know that's probably more me than you, to be quite honest. But here's the thing. I think that that prerequisite of being honest with yourself, a lot of self-awareness is required in that. Because I know for me, if I didn't realize I was an optimist, then I wouldn't be able to mitigate the downside of what comes with being an optimist. So for our listeners, ask yourself, are you technically a pessimist? Someone who kind of undershoots 
in order to keep those promises? Are you someone that is more like an optimist where you'll maybe overshoot, overcommit, overpromise, and then underdeliver? And what is the downside of either one? And is your partner aware that this is your tendency? Maybe in this partnership, the partner that actually unfortunately broke a lot of promises and struggled to effectively communicate because he didn't necessarily know that he's actually incredibly optimistic and the other partner is incredibly pessimistic or more real and more grounded in reality. So that's one of the prerequisite for our listeners is to, to mete nosque, which is Latin for to know thyself. It is so essential to be able to have effective communication from my perspective And where that starts is understanding yourself at a deeper level. Are you an optimist? Okay, if so, then likely your tendency is to overpromise because you think that you can get more done in a day than the average person. And if you're likewise on the opposite side, a pessimist, then you're likely not promising maybe enough to your partner. Maybe you're never ever making a promise. And what is the implications of that? So... A pessimist, just to define them, is someone who essentially has expectations that are below what is possible. Mm -hmm. And an optimist has expectations that are above what is possible in a given amount of time. Right. In a given amount of time. So Emilia and I are very optimistic. And so we tend to, and we joke about this on Sundays, we used to write out 50 things we want to accomplish. And I had to come to Emilia at one point and say, sweetheart, I don't want to feel terrible about myself every Sunday evening because we only got 35 things of the 50 things done Mm -hmm. when in reality that's the most productive Sunday I've ever had (laughs) and I still feel like crap because I was over promising and under delivering and that hurts self-esteem and it hurts self-worth and Mm -hmm. I think that because you had been living that way for a longer period of time you could kind of handle it right whereas my delicate sensibility couldn't (laughs) no I'm being playful but I was just going to say, well, here's the thing. That's great self-awareness that you and I ran into and we were able to be really productive and kind of drive to five or meet in the middle and, and start to understand, okay, well, if my overly optimistic approach towards a productive Sunday is making promises in the we, but yet the me is suffering, let's talk about that. Hey everyone, we're Mike and Jesse, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to Alan and Amelia from the Conscious Couples Podcast. Mike and I have been listeners of the show for a little while, and we decided we wanted to take it one step further and try out couples coaching. In the beginning, we were a little hesitant because we didn't really know how we would be supported through this journey, but Amelia and Alan quickly blew us away during our free 30-minute call where they were able to listen to us, hear our needs, hear our goals, and to just drive to five and find common ground, and we are so excited to jump in every single month with them to continue on our journey. So thank you guys so, so much. All the love. If you haven't tuned in, 10 out of 10 recommend. What I think that a lot of partners don't realize is that component where one partner actually might be weighing so heavy, whatever promise it is that is made in the we. So like this client, for example, the female in the relationship, she was very much so there's so much value and so much importance within the promise that is made. So the fall is a lot longer because there's so much value placed in that. 
when her partner doesn't deliver, when her partner doesn't keep that promise. So what I'm saying here is... Plus it stacks on all the previous ones. Exactly. So it continues to be a, a bigger fall. Whereas if there's a partner that is more optimistic, that has been kind of exposed to constantly trying to do more than they can possibly do in a day... It's it ain't no thing it ain't no thing but a chicken wing to have disappointments come up mm-hmm. that could destroy a relationship if you're not conscious of it you know and you were vulnerable enough to say babe this is something that I don't feel great about even though we had a productive Sunday how can we not make a ton of promises in the we and kind of find ourselves in the middle where we'll still feel productive and we're still going to accomplish and keep some of the promises that we make. Yeah. How do we make it a winnable game for lack of better phrasing? And at the end of the day, everyone has to self-assess and figure out where they're at. So now we have a new solution where we actually draw, if you've ever seen our logo, it's actually a pyramid with two triangles in it and then a diamond at the top. Mm -hmm. And there's a masculine and a feminine and the whole is greater than the sum of its parts is, is what we believe at the we, meaning Emilia and I together are better than Emilia and I separately. Mm-hmm. And the we is actually stronger than than the me's. And yeah, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Now, what we've started doing is actually doing nine things. Three for me, three for her, three for the we. And mm-hmm. if anyone wants to try this, maybe we'll do another episode at some point. But every Sunday, Emilia and I have a lot of stuff to get accomplished together to set ourselves up for success for the week. Mm-hmm. And what we used to do is try to get it all done. And we don't try to do that anymore. Now we try to do three things for the me, three things for uh, each of the me's, and then three total. So nine total, three, three, and three. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's for the me, though. I want to make this clear. So for me, grocery shopping would be one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back office work would be one of them. And do the dishes might be the third one. And then together, we're going to do three things. We're going to go on an adventure. We're going to clip Tucker's toenails because that Schedule. takes six people. It does. <laughs> okay, no, it hold them people. down. Yeah, hold them down. <laughs> Tucker does not like getting his toes clipped. Uh, as a matter of fact, I never told you this, love. But uh-huh. at Petco, they they said, yeah, no, he really doesn't like this. So we weren't able to do the full Manny Petty. <laughs> or, I thought so. Yeah, so I was to, like, they this had to lower. Like- they lowered the price, though. So We got to talk about price. that after. Yeah, we'll have to. Definitely. So anyways, the point is, is that... If you're out there and you're optimistic, you are most likely over-promising and under-delivering. If you are pessimistic, you most likely are not going above and beyond for yourself or for your partner. And that's something that I've found in the self-improvement space in general, even mm-hmm. just in my other work. And business owners that are optimistic usually have pessimistic business partners to balance them out. Definitely. And you and I, I've never been on the pessimistic end. Yeah. And with you, I'm I'm actually the one who's trying to get us to five, aka yeah. centered. Right. And Emilio, if she wants to try to get 50 things done, maybe we shoot for 25. Mm-hmm. And that way we kind of balance each other out and harmonize. And I, <clears throat> I think balance is a, a dangerous word. But at the end of the day, if you're optimistic, you're probably overshooting and under delivering and that's natural and you got to try to rein that in if you're pessimistic you might not be shooting enough you might not be taking enough shots and um, identify which end you're on and have a conversation with your intimate partner about this and if you are single not only can you bring this into your next relationship but you also need to understand that you have a relationship with yourself and if you're constantly over promising and under delivering yourself i'm going to go to the gym for three hours and then you only go for one yeah you still went for an hour but you don't feel good about it because you were shooting for three. Right. And you got to remember that. 
Yeah. One of the last questions that I want to kind of bring up around this topic for our listeners is how do you manage disappointment? And that just kind of got brought up while you were talking for me, because what I've noticed you've done a really great job at is going vulnerable when you're disappointed. A lot of our listeners and a lot of people that we've coached before, when they're disappointed by their partner, probably because there was an overpromise and then they broke it. And so in all of that, there was the disappointment and the like kind of burn down of what the expectation was that was set when the promise was made. A lot of people actually shell up and they don't take ownership. They close up, they get smaller and that compounded over time. If if a couple isn't aware of... Can you of, give an example? Of- so like, for example, we have a client where when there is a promise broken, so there's a, a client that we coach and the female in the relationship is incredibly growth oriented. She's very all personal development and the male in this partnership, he's not as much, but he's definitely working his way into it. And he really, really wants to improve the way in which he responds, but he's oftentimes up against a protector part. We call it the switch that when he's kind of not feeling good about himself or when he doesn't feel like he's delivering on the promises that he made at work or the promises that he made in the relationship, there's a lot of like over, over, um, I would say self-protective mechanisms that get activated really quick. And then that spills into the relationship. And so he doesn't end up showing up in his intimate relationship as much as he wants. And he's communicated to us, he wants to. And so there's a part of him that gets disappointed and he'll close up. There's another part of his partner that is disappointed because he said he was going to show up this way, but then he didn't. His partner is really okay with changing and, and not really showing up to the best of your ability because she's so growth oriented. So she goes vulnerable and she, that vulnerability with the shell up that can really cause a lot of unintentional conflict in relationships. So to bring this a little bit more tangible, essentially what the male in the relationship did is they wanted to go, they had a plan to go to the lake with the kids and the male in the relationship was so exhausted. He ended up falling asleep and the female in the relationship really wanted to like wake up the male and say let's go let's rock and roll Mm -hmm. and because the male in the relationship was so exhausted and instead of going vulnerable he actually was very upset and spilled unintentionally on the female when in reality the female just wanted to have a wonderful day Mm -hmm. and wanted to like that was the plan they had planned right whereas if the male had been vulnerable and just said listen i'm too tired i'm so sorry i'm i've disappointed you i know i'm disappointing myself Mm -hmm. and had really just felt those emotions instead of sort of lash out and protect the ego. And again, we've all been there. So this is not something to be berating yourself or shaming yourself about, but it is important that we all kind of understand that when we're not feeling good about ourselves, Mm -hmm. because we're breaking promises to ourselves, we're breaking promises to our partner, that's when these lash outs happen. That's when fights happen. So um, we got to jump, but that hopefully, so if you're out there listening, the question to ask yourself is, am I an optimist or a pessimist? And am I making too many promises and my words aren't meeting my actions or am I not really ever shooting any shots? Am I overly pessimistic and not really showing up with my full self? Could Mm -hmm. I do more? Could I be more? Another question is, how do I manage expectations when things do change? Do I do I handle disappointment with vulnerability or do I shell up? Yeah. Ownership and vulnerability or do I shell up or lash out Mm. or lash out? Okay, so uh, 
Before we go, we want to remind you that Emilia and I do something called RTC, Relationship Talks Coaching. Emilia and I are very, very grateful and quite frankly, proud of the fact that we have taken some couples that were on the brink of divorce and or the brink of breaking up. And we've really not only turned it around, we've helped them turn it around, but now they're actually flourishing and achieving goals together. Relationship talks, coaching can save your marriage. It can save your relationship. It can save your future. And if you are committed to being in the relationship that you're in, but you're also committed to not settling for a mediocre relationship, Relationship Talks Coaching is for you. It's a totally safe space to finally get to the root cause of why things are just not working anymore. Because a lot of times what happens is you get into a relationship, it's all fun and games at the beginning, the honeymoon phase is there, and then these cycles start to run in the background and you need a professional professionals to really identify the root cause so that you can turn things around. So that's what Relationship Talks Coaching is. We do one free one every single Saturday and the link will be in the show notes. In addition to that, you have one free Relationship Talks event that we host every single month. So a lot of couples struggle around money and struggle around getting on the same page about wealth, finances, everything money. And Alan and I will be hosting a free live virtual event for you every single month. But this next upcoming event is going to be how to get on the same page about money. So if you're struggling to do that, definitely register for that. That's going to be the 21st of September at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You do not have to have your camera on. You don't even have to have your mute (laughs) mic on. You can literally come in and just be in the car listening in and tune in to your comfort zone. You can be on the couch, you know, with your fuzzies and your tea and you can just hang out with us. It's super casual. And we would love to have you get around other people who are trying to protect love and really have that grow and flourish. So that registration link is also in the show notes. Again, another free resource for you to tap into to help maybe save your marriage, to save your relationship, to really make that flourish. A reminder to all of our listeners that love is not built in a day. It is built every single day. I want to try to remind our listeners, this is the Conscious Couples Podcast. We are not here for mediocre relationships. We are not here for average or for normal or for ordinary. We are here to flourish and have an extraordinary life and an extraordinary relationship. So thank you so much again for tuning in. As always, it is not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is Lazarus 88 Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.